the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is pre-recorded. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be, to simply be with Him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. You know, God reveals his nature in nature. I think that's the coolest thing. And we talk a lot today about creation and all the neat things that God does in nature to show us who he is. It's so much fun, isn't it? Even the animals that we have, they bring us great joy. I think about the beauty of nature and just spending time in God's presence outside. It's very calming. God, he's on time, isn't he? The sun rises every single day. It sets every single day and that shows us the order the order of things in creation god reveals that he's faithful in psalm 98 8 it says let the rivers clap their hands let the mountains sing together for joy i hope that you will enjoy this lesson as we talk about god's creation at the speak up conference that's where i was with women from all over the nation we gathered together to speak up for jesus at our house, we have a donkey that's pregnant, three sheep, I don't ask me why, and a mini pony, and then we have a toy poodle. And I see joy in that because they make me laugh every day. They're funny, and they're loyal, and they're faithful, and they teach us a lot. There's joy in that creation. You know, there's also, I saw joy in creation when we went to Kenya. So there were monkeys jumping on the bed. Yeah, they were quite joyful monkeys and eating beef jerky, eating beef jerky. Mm-hmm. So in Kenya, you have monkeys jumping on the bed. You have these, uh, these leopards. I saw five leopards, and they were like five CEOs. They have their leopard coat on. They're like, hey, man, how are you? We're like a boss. We are like a boss. And I thought, wow, what a, what a lesson. You know, I just saw them. I like that. They have confidence. These leopards are like, I'm going to run faster than you. I can eat you. Mm-hmm. You know? I saw that in creation. God teaches us things. And then I saw the wildebeests. Have you ever seen wildebeests? They are so ugly. They are so gross. And from, they go from Tanzania all the way through Kenya, and they cross the river one at a time. And in the river, there are these alligators, and they're going to eat them. And so we, we show up, and there's wildebeests. They're like ants. They're scattered everywhere. And then the next day, we wake up, and we go out. And I said to my husband, where are the wildebeests? They're gone. And he said, Jennifer, look. And I look on the horizon, and there is, for six miles, a black dot of wildebeest lined up single file to head to the river. And I said, God, Noah was, told us the truth. I mean, what happened here? Like, how did that happen? I mean, did the head wildebeest say, hey, guys, 5 a.m., we're lining up, single file? And yes, you know, some of them are like, I'm not going, there's alligators in the water. I will get eaten if I cross. No, 
No, they crossed single file, and we watched them one by one, and some we watched them be eaten. But I'm telling you this, one day we will all line up. We will all line up, and we will line up single file, and we will give an account one by one, one by one, and we'll have to tell the Lord how we spent our life. But there is joy in nature. There is joy in creation. You know, we went to Israel recently, and it's always fascinating to me because you can see the Bible and the land of the Bible, and the entire land speaks and proves the Bible. There is proof in nature. There is proof in the land of Israel for the word of God. You could spend lifetimes studying the history and the archaeology that they've already found and, and still not finish it, proving your Bible, proving this. And so I, I, this time I saw you have the freshwater Sea of Galilee, and then you have the Jordan River, and then down at the end you have the Dead Sea. It was so fascinating to me because nothing can live in the Dead Sea. It, it's full of salt, and you will die. <laughs> there are no fish, and that is us. If we are not giving out, if we are not pouring out, if we are not serving, if we are not praying out, we will die. And across the street from the Dead Sea, 2,000 years later, we find the scrolls. They found the complete Isaiah scroll. Think of this. God hid his word for 2,000 years for it to come to light at the right time And they have the entire scroll of Isaiah. And six-year-olds in Israel stand there and read the original Hebrew. It's fascinating. I mean, God not only resurrected a nation, he resurrected a language. And he hid his word for this time. We need it, don't we? We need the direction of his word. And it wasn't just Isaiah's scroll. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of scrolls were found there. Proof, proof of the word. We have to... Oh, the word is so vital. It's so important to the time in which we live. And what a great God that he would do that. And he did that for you and he did that for me. But there is also joy in suffering. You know, Jesus, he, also, he, he withdrew, didn't he? He withdrew to a lonely place and he prayed. I know that you have some lonely places in your life. And you have to find a lonely place to pray because you have to tell the Lord. You can tell your friends, and I think that's important. But there are some things you have to tell the Lord. And I love my chair. I like to walk and pray, but I, I love my chair. Uh, do you, you all have a chair or a place, something? You do? Good, 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 good. And so and, and, and in my chair, and you've got the basket with your journals and your candle and your coffee and your Bible. Get, get, we're all on the same page. Okay. So I have the chair, but it's almost like you just sit in the chair, and he comes. And that's the presence that we talked about last night. You know, he, he, some days I can't speak. I just sit and I weep or I just sit and I read or I sit and I sing and I sit. And I, I, I got plantar fasciitis. Have you ever had plantar fasciitis? It's like walking on Legos. And so I, I started Zumba. And when, when you're five foot 11, over 200 pounds, and you start Zumba, it's a thing. And I mean, I Zumba and I Zumba. Because if I do something, I'm doing I Zumba, I Zumba, I Zumba, I Zumba. And I remember I, I'm getting ready for work. I've got my plantar fasciitis. I have, I'm like a pack mule. I've got my book bag, my lunch bag, my cooler, my, you know, my purse. I'm all like this. And I forgot something at my chair. And I go over to my chair. And I said, Lord, I just, I don't know if I can go out today. I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can serve you. I mean, my feet are hurting. I'm like, a, uh, I, I want to just be in that chair today. And I felt like he said to me, 2 Corinthians 12, 9, my grace is sufficient for you. And my power is made perfect in your weakness. 
And he will do that for you. It's in the sitting, but it's also in the going. It's in the serving. It's in the getting out there. It's the more. And I know we we need the self-care. I get it. I need it. I have to have it to do this. But we we don't want to do is self-implode because we just care, 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 care. Me, 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 me. No, that is not the Jesus way. We give out. We fill up so we can pour out. And so in that moment of suffering, and you're like, okay, well, Jennifer, that was just paleontic fasciitis. That's not suffering. I agree. That's not. And I remember sitting in the chair with my husband about 10 o'clock at night, three years ago. I've been overcoming breast cancer for three years. And I'm sitting there, and you ever have the TV on just for white noise because your heart and mind are so jumbled up, you, you just need some white noise, so we're watching some silly cooking show. And he's sitting here, I've got the calendar out, we're Googling. Did you know there are like multiple kinds of mastectomies? I mean, this, you know, like, so you're, what kind of mastectomy? And you're, you're Googling all this stuff, and you're, you know, you're trying to figure out the, the chemo plan and the calendar. I'll just tell you one thing, calendars and cancer don't mix. They just don't. And so uh, it's really just a very traumatic time. Your emotions are raw, and he's trying to be nice and comforting, and I'm just fried. And we're sitting there in such pain and just trying to figure out, okay, he's looking up, what about this one, Jennifer? And I'm saying, how am I going to say goodbye to the kids? You know, I mean, we're all over the place. And here I am, and he he says to me, someone's at the door. At the door? Uh, It's 10 o'clock at night. I'm not going to the door. I'm in my house coat. I'm not, and besides that, we're in an apartment. Why? Because we sold the house. And so, (laughs) where was my Hallmark house? I mean, the marijuana was so strong, all of our clothes stunk through that whole season from the neighbors, both sides. It was really hard. There were no windows in this apartment. And here I am, and he's like, we're going to the door. And he goes, Jennifer, it's going to be good. It's going to be okay. All right, so I go down through the lobby, hi, in my house coat, and go out the front door, and there is a couple of our dear friends, and she has three boxes of Godiva chocolate. (laughs) And she hands them to me, and when she hands them to me, this is what she said, Jennifer, I choose you. And I took them upstairs, and I polished off a full box, no guilt. And I thought about that, and I still think about that, because in that moment, she chose me. And in these hard moments, you are choosing one another. You choose who you love, and you, you tell those you love how much you love them. But also, God chooses you, and we choose him, and we choose the ones we love, and we tell the ones that we love how much we love them, right? We tell them who they are, who they really are, the ones you love. You tell them that. And I, that is just a little homework. Now, this is the pastor's wife and me, so here's your homework. But you're going to go to your chair or on your prayer walk, and you're going to do this. You're going to start with telling God who he is to you and everything he is to you. He is powerful. He is majestic. He is awesome. He is provider. He is healer. He is deliverer. You tell him because that's what we do with those we love, who he is to you. And then the second piece, you go to the Lord, and you begin to tell him who, who you are to him. This is a reminder of who you are to him. And you say, God, I trust you. God, I want to follow you. God, I'm going to speak boldly for you. God, I'm not ashamed. God, I'm committing to you. And make your own list, right? God, I'm thankful. I'm grateful. And that will bring so much joy. Because it's not that the suffering's gone. It's that in that moment, you know, you have to say, I steal myself for joy no matter what. Because it's a fruit. 
Do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant a willing spirit to sustain me. That was David in Psalm 51. Even if you sinned, you pour it out. Pour it out to him. You know, there's, there's three ways that we know if, if we are close to God in suffering. Okay? The first one is, it's, is it a test? If it's a test, God actually is bringing the test to you. God is bringing the test to you. But here's how you know it's a test. You're drawing closer to him. Closer to him. And you're building your character and you're going to pass it. Okay? The second way is if it is a trial. And trials are long. And that is baptism by fire. We all know baptism by water, right? Baptism by fire is a trial, and a trial is long, and it is where you stay faithful to God in a trial, and you're still close to Him. That's a trial. And we can find joy in that trial and in that suffering. I hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. But to hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, go to JenniferJackson.com under radio. That's JenniferJackson.com. And for a gift of any amount, I will send you a copy of my book, Simply Joy, Rain or Shine. That's at JenniferJackson.com. Thank you for listening. We'll be right back on Simply for Women. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.